got my own fight, don't need security in the club All they wolfing on the net, I thought you was a thug I ain't got nowhere to go, I shot up everywhere they was Yeah, you know who took that from you, come get it back in blood We had 300 shots up in the car before we picked up dirt. Who ain't got go and go grab a glizzy, get alert. Shots to G-Post RP and breezy in the dirt. Brr, you gotta know I go too far. Get two O's up on this honey, one of them might stand for O block. About 20 some shots left up in the K, 15 still in the Glock. Keep my door lock and stop, I like getting on feet, park the car. Brr, we get no clothes doing dirt, I ain't showing love. 11,000 all ones left my right pocket in the Some get it in blood on the gill, but we would. I got my own if I don't need security in the club. All they wolfing on the net, I thought you was a thug. I ain't got nowhere to go, I shot up everywhere they was. Yeah, you know who took that from you, come get it back in blood. Come get it back in blood. We ain't mask up, no dodge know who it was. It's story just like the 80s. Once I'm back, get it in blood. Yeah, you know who took that from you, come get it back in blood. Kill your man, you keep on talking, better get that in blood. Give my shorty nimmer dub, then they gon' walk inside the scrub. Hit this little with that switch, I bet that switch switch up his nerve. The ops inside my city, look bro, put them in the mud. You can't come back to your hood, huh? No. He was dissing on my cousin, now his all in that wood, huh? Book his, I wish he would come. V-Roy pop up out that cut with that new Glock, I wish he would run. His plan, I'm really icy. Shicey, that's my dog, but pull you know I'm really shicey You told all them OT that you really sly Tell the truth about your game, they really die I got my own if I don't need security in the club All they wolfing on the net Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Black Seinfeld This is the show about nothing Absolutely nothing Ladies and gentlemen it is your host, Giovanni Anglin, Trinidadi, Panamanian Poppy, Rude Boy, Top Gunna, Suck Panya Mother, Thought Boy Summer is here, aka Mr. AMC to the moon. Hello, everyone. Yo, what's going on? This is Bastionista, aka I do not recognize the city of Atlanta for the next three months. Shout out to Mike, the intern. What's going on? Recording live from Queens, Gio is in Brooklyn. And we want to thank everyone so much for tuning into the podcast that is available to you wherever podcasts are available, such as Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, and more. Also, you can listen to past episodes on our website, BlackSeinfeld.com, where you can just go on past episodes and just take a listen. And also, our YouTube clips are available as well on that website. So please subscribe share this with a friend um spread it with word of mouth do anything that you can do to spread the word that is black seinfeld and thank you so much for the people tuning in live on the radio here at 99.5 fm wbai here in new york beautiful thank you how's it going bro not bad just coming off a three-day weekend also my birthday weekend that's right happy birthday man what did you do memorial uh, day weekend 
yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Um, Sunday I spend time with my family. I I'm more of a, a you know make me a good dinner type guy. Um, but other than that, on Memorial Day I actually did hang out like last second planning with my friends, and I thought the streets would be packed. It was, or the streets would be busy. It but was. It it wasn't really not on my side. Not it was more packed in maybe in the early days, like early hours of within the day. But by the time it hit like six, seven, it was pretty quiet. So someone actually told me it's like it's because people kind of left to where they wanted to go on Friday. So Monday they were still there, probably coming back from where they're coming from, or um, by Tuesdays where they're like coming back home. So it wasn't as active as I thought it would be. Not as much. I thought we packed, like even like the bars and stuff. Like, nah, everything was understaffed everywhere. Mm-hmm. People weren't really chilling. Oh. A lot of stores were closed and stuff. Where did you go? Where did you go out to? Was it around Queens? Was it in the city? No, no, I was, I was, I was in Brooklyn. I, I don't recall the parts I was in, but uh, it, it's like the normal area that should be crowded and mm-hmm. packed, but just it just wasn't hidden. I was okay. kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, Traffic yeah. was light too. Well, yeah, same here. I was I was out during Memorial Day weekend in Brooklyn, and no, nah, it was pretty active where I was. It was it was pretty busy. I guess it's because that's where all the restaurants and that's where all the people congregate to. I was right on Court Street, so it, it was pretty. It was yeah, pretty it was busy. Street, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there was a lot of people around moving around in these streets, but also Memorial Day weekend sucked because it was cold. That's the underlying truth of it all. It was freaking freezing. It was in the fifties. The day of it was fine, but but the weekend yeah, was cold. The weekend it was brick. Saturday, Sunday, I had to wear my leather jacket again. It was weird. I packed up all my winter clothes. Even even now, when it's like it's sixty degrees and it's getting more windy as the night progresses, I have my my sweater on when I come through. So yeah, it's 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 strange, and I don't appreciate it. Okay, because I already announced two weeks ago that this weather from here on out is going to be smooth sailing. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be luxurious. But then we had the damn cold weekend, and I didn't appreciate that, man. Trying to get us but, sick. Uh, it, it was a raining weekend, which was a, I did not expect that. did not see it on the weather docket. But, yeah, it just poured. Well, it was still gray sp- outside. It's still spring, technically. It's That's what it's supposed to do. And I appreciate some, some rain, but just not not during the weekend. Oh, I was in, near Franklin Street. That's where I was. Franklin Street? Yeah. Sounds like Dumbo. No, I was. I know Dumbo. I would have said Dumbo, but I was near Franklin. I don't know. Greenpoint, Greenpoint. Oh, Greenpoint. That's go. more residential. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was, uh, it was good, like, just to hang out with friends. I guess if it was more active, it would be difficult to, like, talk to people I haven't seen in a minute. Mm. So, it, I, in my opinion, I thought it was a good spot. I don't think everybody was trying to get lit or party hard with other people. Uh, but it was pretty safe. Yeah, because yeah, work is Tuesday. Work is the next day. So, sometimes yeah. people got to control how much they consume. I, I, don't have, I, I don't have that luxury. So, you know, I get to turn up Memorial Day. It was fun. Yeah. But most people, Tuesdays became their Mondays just for the week. Mm-hmm. But work is still work, and that's how and that's how it is. But yeah, Memorial Weekend came and by, came past. Now we're in June. It's Pride Month, and halfway we're halfway through the year. I just want to say that, man. Halfway through the year, and it's disturbing. I think by the end of the month we should uh, do a 
um, our top 10 albums halfway through the year. Oh, I was about to ask you that now. What are some of your favorite albums so far of the year? Some, I really got to look at my phone for that. I don't, I'm not as actively listening to music, but... Well, I get it because you're working. Yeah, but also it's like I, I don't make time for it anymore. <laughs> Usually I put like X, X amount of hours a day on it, but definitely like, you know, Flying Lotus. Mm-hmm. Um, Daddy's Home, St. Vincent. Shelly is definitely something interesting. Definitely on the docket. Um, Bob's Son that came out earlier this year. But yeah, that that's like... This album set on top of my head right now. Yeah, give me. But as I said, at the end of the month, I could give you like a real list. That's fine. That that's so, fine. But see, Wild the Ray's album. I thought that was that was fire. It yeah. is. It is true though. Since you're almost hitting thirty, see, you, you don't have enough time to listen to new music anymore because you're busy working like an not adult. T- no, no, I have time. Mm-hmm. I just choose not to use that time to use music. I I rather do something else like play video games. And now, and I usually. Back in the day, when I played video games, I would listen to new albums while playing it. But now it's like, you know, Mario Odyssey, they, they took their time making music in this game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the game listen to the, that, you know, that OST. So yeah, I'm playing Mario Odyssey at the moment. It's fun. That a new one or that sounds old? No, no, old. it's old. This game is like probably two or three years old already. I just got like finally got around to it. Like now I'm better with my time management mm-hmm. in terms of like focusing on work and just focusing on me. Yeah. But now I kind of have to focus more on Black Seinfeld. I think I've been slacking <laughs> on prepping for some stuff for two weeks. But yeah, because I, I will cut up the clips. But the only thing that's holding me back is making the thump- the the thumbnails because yeah. it's uploaded. Like everything is there. I just never made the thumbnails for it, and I was like, uh. And also, I have to make the tags, so th- that takes me like an hour to do. Okay. No, forty minutes to do, and that's kind of what pulled <laughs> me from not uploading those videos for last episode. That's all good. Uh, have you gotten vaccinated yet? No, no. Um, I probably get vaccinated in August. Okay. In July. All right. Now, yeah. Bear with me on this. Have you heard about the latest incentives if you get vaccinated? Yeah, but like I said, I'll have to get vaccinated in July or August. No, so. no, no. There's some new ones, Bastion. Some new, what? new ones. This one is from Anheuser um, Busk, which is basically the beer company that produces Budweiser. They mm-hmm. said, right, if seventy percent of U.S. adults get at least partially vaccinated that means you can only get one dose by july 4th they're giving away free beer by july 4th by july 4th 70 percent of united states people of u.s adults 70 percent partially vaccinated that's an adult 21 plus no 18 up in this country 70 percent 70 percent does this, this incentivize is, you to go and get vaccinated for some beer? No. I was incentive. I'm I'm still going to get it. I'm just like waiting. I'm, first of all, I'm not. I don't go out. I'm home like twenty four seven. What does that have to but, do with anything, Bastion? It's free beer. You could drink it at home. I don't beer. I don't drink beer, bro. There, if you come, if it's you come, free Bastion. You're missing the be- point here. No beer is disgusting. No, I do not like not. beer. Beer is delicious. It just depends on what beer you get. Okay, I, I like it. All no. tastes like pee. I get it. Okay, so, but you, so have shout taste, out, you have to find one that tastes less like pee. So shout out to my boy Ryan. He got me like a bunch of shots of Jameson. 
Yeah. I think I did uh, five shots to Jameson the other day. But, you know, that, I, I like colorful drinks, too. So it's like when I go to bars, say, give me your most mango or passion fruit. You know, sometimes I'm interested in those mint drinks. I don't care for Mojito? like I'm not. I, that's a surface culture for me. Oh, Give man. me the most fruitiest looking drink. I want color in my drink. I want to be like seafoam <laughs> green. You want to be a bad bitch. Exactly. That's you know why? Because they have it. fun drinking that drink. And everybody here drinking like, you know, <laughs> hey, something listen. that just hits the throat and like, oh, this is uh, this is good stuff. Like, no, I don't like it. Hey, man, I'll, I'll tell you what. I remember one time I went on a date and my date she asked for i think like a like a henny cranberry mix right so i go to the bartender I'm like yo can i can i get uh henny cranberry whatever and she looked at me like i was crazy she was like what the is wrong with you i was like whoa 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 yo this isn't for me because the i know the bartender i'm like yo this is not for me this is for x y and z bartenders they judge you on your drinks man little secret good i uh, yeah, I guess it, it makes sense, this, especially if, like, if you're from a New Yorker and you're a New Yorker, there's, like, New York-based drinks. Yeah. There's, like, what, like, 20 of them, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, if you hit, like, within that mark, it's, like, okay, this guy is probably a New Yorker or, or he goes around. But if you, like, outside of that box, and like, what are you asking me to do? I didn't learn this in class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah the, I guess on my side in Greenpoint, like, nobody was working. So, like, the spot was, uh, like, one bartender putting in the like the triple shift like yeah yeah oh man but yeah that so is that is a thing that's incentive that is a, that is one incentive but there's another one but we don't live in west virginia what's more american than free speech bastion more american than free sp- guns yes <laughs> west virginia bro they're incentivizing people to get vaccines so they can get free guns. I'm not kidding. This is real. This is super real. Any guns or like new guns? Any guns. Can I get like old 1800 stuff? Like I, well, in cool. West Virginia, like like Civil War uh, muskets? I guess so. It'd be like a collectible. Why? No, I wouldn't. You can legally own a collectible, but you're not allowed to carry, like, own, like, you're not allowed to, like, add bullets to it, I think. Well, I think, well, one, the if, you try it, if you try to add bullets to it, first off, you're going to need gunpowder, too. Aren't you going to need gunpowder in that thing to put the gunpowder in and then... And then Use all... your finger real quick. I'm not putting my finger through through the barrel. That's, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't have the heart. People lose their fingers for less. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. They do. I'm not oh, trying to yeah. lose mine from a barrel of a gun on accident because right. people let's suck dis- at shooting. Yeah, let's dissect this real quick. Yes, oh, please. What do, you, what do you mean uh, vaccine equals three guns? If you get vaccinated within the state of West Virginia, you can get free guns. You are eligible to get free guns. You got to be... From West Virginia. Yes, you have to be okay. from West Virginia, getting your vaccine in West Virginia in order for you to get free guns. Of course, you have to be of age. I always have this theory. It's like people that collect guns are like the same people that collect sneakers. Oh, they are. 
They're the same person. So, like, oh, you're buying these Jordans. Like, yeah, you're buying these weapons. Like, you're not using all of them. You're probably never going to take it out the box (laughs) that you got it in. It's like, you got this caliber. It's like, great. When's the last time you used it? Like, no. Like, everybody has their favorite sneaker. You have 20 sneakers and you still wear one. The Converse. true. Right? I rock my, like, 700 Yeezys analogs for, like, a whole two years in a row now. It's, like, done. The difference is, though, with guns, you can go to the gun range and test it out. I think I sent you a video of this dude at a gun range, and, and he was shooting, and, and the recoil was getting to him, and his arm started shaking, and then he said, bumba clot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his arms was like noodles after that recoil. Yeah, it, that's why I always felt like those movies are super unrealistic. Like, come on, like there's a lot more rec- recoil in those shots. Oh, absolutely. And you tire out. You can't run and shoot and expect like the recoil not to take so much stamina from you. <laughs> and see, here's here's the thing as well, man. Rappers make rappers and gangsters make shooting guns cool because you know us black people, we always got to do something with a little bit of style and flavor. So you know how they cock the gun sideways. That's not realistic either. You can't do that. It's like physically difficult. It's physically difficult, but also you're you're gonna screw up your wrist. Yeah, I could. Yeah, and your finger too. Especially the, like kickback the pullback too. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to do that at all. But hey, I, it looks cool in in movies and videos. I don't remember this movie. You probably know. It's probably played on BAT a bunch of times. Like it was like Omar X was in a car and they're like shooting at a guy and he's like running in the streets. It feels like it's Brooklyn, but he's running. And he like he had like a oozing keep shooting and he just missed the entire block. It's like that was the entire scene. Shooting in, at one person. In too deep? Sideways. Was it too deep? It, it, it might be in too deep with LL Kuje. I don't remember the movie, man. It's like I remember it's like flashbacks in my head. But I do remember there was a whole scene where Omar Epps was trying to shoot a guy and he missed the entire block. It might be in too deep. In too deep. It might be. Yo, speaking of that, there's this um there's this video going around on the news because shootings are up in brooklyn right and there's a surveillance photo of these dudes in knickerbocker and they're shooting right and this is they were right next to each other i guess they had beef or whatever but they're shooting and not one bullet landed on any of them and they were right next to each other i'm talking they're on the same block right next to the bodega they started shooting at each other everyone ran away fine unscathed i heard about that actually no problem I was like, back. yo, this was like, you're, you're in, you're so close. This is close range right here. The, this kind of brings me to the theory that I had last year of like, yeah, there's been a, like a rise of like a rough increase in gun violence within mm-hmm. New York city. Like this crazy. It's like, but like, who's bringing these guns in? It's a pandemic. Like how do, Everything was on pause oh, for a long time. Like, how did all these guns come? Was it the same dude that brought all these fireworks in? Hmm? Hey, I'm not going to lie, Bashin. I'm starting to get a bit paranoid again. I, I, I'm starting to have a bit PTSD because that is one thing I'm scared about. All right? We have longer days, which means, you know, nights are getting a bit shorter. But I am hearing fireworks. It's not as crazy as it was last year. But I am nervous that I'm going to start hearing it go off like it was last year. Where when just, did it start going off? Around this time. June? It was like yeah. all through June? All it through wasn't June. like April also? No, all through June. All through June. It was, it was all bad. through June, bro. It was miserable. Yeah, 
And then if you try to say something, they try and shoot you. Yeah. And it's always like small, like bits and pieces, like throughout the day. It's just mm. strange. Like fireworks shows, I know it's like it lasts for like you know the big packages, the two hundred, five hundred dollar cakes, like three, five minutes. Yeah. But how you stretch five minutes for like an entire day? Because I have an inkling suspicion that someone or an organization or a group have just been passing through the hood and just leaving them there. They just leave them there on, on the side of the curb and just have people, you know, pick them up. And I, I was seeing some footage of, of um, people like actually shooting fireworks at each other. It looked like a damn Harry Potter battle because it was a lot of green and red going everywhere. It looked like goddamn Gryffindor versus Slytherin. Yeah, it's insane. Please, folks, be safe. New Yorkers, like, be super safe because I know, like, most of y'all never have zero training. Like, watch those YouTube videos. Like, I don't People's know. People's fingers explode, bro. Three or four days in advance. Talk to people. Yeah. If our... you're buying fireworks, ask the people that sell selling fireworks. Like, how, how am I supposed to safely do this without harming myself? Word. I remember first. My, my fingers, like, uh, fireworks exploded on my fingers. I think they were called jumping jacks. I just held on too long, and then it started popping off. My hand got real swollen. It was bad. Yeah. I was young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. It was it was awful. It was super awful. So much for the the month of June. Why you say that? No, it's just it's like we don't know the next steps. Like it, most people are gonna start using fireworks oh, and stuff. That that's yeah. just my joke. Like oh, true. Last true. June was wild. Like so so far, like we're day one. We're, no, we're day three. It's day three. Day three already. But it's been it's been a crazy half year, bro. Like think of about all the stuff that we've gone through. Like the first month, it was the final goodbye of President Donald Trump, and then starting February, we started learning about meme stocks. Like I never thought in a million years that meme stocks would be a thing now, and the fact that hey, if you actually like something, you can back it and. <laughs> And maybe there could be a, a squeeze happening and boom, like AMC. Meme stocks has always been the thing, but like to this level, it's not. Yeah, you're right. It's this is just, it was just yeah, insane. This is a new craze. This is a new trend. This is a new meme now. And you're, you're still a long time investor, right? Yes. You, I got bro. in. I got in when it was like $20. And then people just kept telling me to hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold yeah, on. nothing to lose. That yeah, that five hundred it it went up, bro. It went yeah. up. People are predicting it'll go up to a hundred. That's what I'm saying. By Friday, I've been I've been hearing this. I don't know, but you know what? I'm just gonna <laughs> hold. It's not even a profitable organization. You know, but guess what, Bashin? We support the movies, okay? We support our AMC's, all right? And AMC, you better be fixing up your theaters and all that because your stocks are going up to the roof all right we better see some major improvements okay you better be thanking not how us. it works you better be thanking passion you, it, that's let, not how it works it's not like they thing, could just man. take the money out the bank and it's like oh we got bread now like they will have to sell stocks which i think they did i think they sold eight million so you might be right geo like to pay off the debt but you know 
<laughs> exactly. All right. Because movies have taken a hit during this pandemic. All right. I remember Alamo was going through bankruptcy and Regal Cinema was going through bankruptcy and AMC might not have made it. No, nah, man. Hey, I'll tell you what, bro. I went to the movies this weekend. Well, this week I went Tuesday and I was I was hella happy because I was able to do my rituals of seeing three movies. Um, I, I saw what I see. I saw A Quiet Place Part Two. I saw Cruella, the Disney movie Cruella, and then I saw um, Spiral. That was the Saw flick with uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. If you could quickly like run through like the ratings, then would you recommend them? Okay, Quiet Place Part Two, seven out of ten. Definitely recommend it if you've seen the first one. It's not as good as the first one because it's not as quiet as I wanted it to be like the first one. Cruella, 7 out of 10. I was shocked, Bastion. I was shocked that I actually liked this film because I went in thinking this is going to suck again because you know how I feel about Disney remakes and adaptations on classics. This is more of a, this is definitely an adaptation. They, they Maleficent this movie where Cruella is is the protagonist instead of the antagonist. This is her backstory. And there's a lot of winks and nods to 101 Dalmatians. Uh, Emma Stone did great. The characters were great. At certain times, I forgot that I was watching a Disney movie as well. So take take of that what you will. And Was it strange that uh, the Dalmatians were CGI in the beginning of the movie? Um, did that did that scene not throw you off without spoiling? No, yeah, I saw the scene. Yeah, it didn't throw me off. I, honestly, it did not throw me off, and I'll tell you why. It goes it goes with the scene. It makes sense. I'll say that it makes sense if you've seen the movie. It makes sense. It didn't bother me at all. It was so weird watching that. It was weird, but it's weirder watching out of context. Yeah, it is definitely out of context. You have to watch it within the context of the movie because. Like the Dalmatians, the what they did with the Dalmatians, it's actually like it's pretty clever. Like it's pretty clever. That's all I'm gonna say. And then Spiral, which is based off of the Saw franchise. Uh, Chris Rock is in it. He he plays a cop, and Samuel L. Jackson is his dad, who's who's like the the chief. Um, I'll say this, Bastion. This is a stupid movie. Like easily, it's a dumb movie. Um, I personally would have wanted to see this movie in a black theater because of how dumb it is. I'm gonna spo- I'm gonna just spoil it for you, Bastion, because I know you're Spoilers. not gonna watch it, and I know all of y'all aren't gonna watch it. That's listening. So basically, the dude that's committing all of the 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 killings, right? It's his rookie. It's his rookie um partner, right? And the reason why he's killing all these cops is is for a reason he's killing off all the crooked cops that have like set people up that have lied under oath that has done all the that has done all the f ish basically like he's killing them and so at the end of the movie he's like when chris rock finds out it's his partner the whole time he was like hey do you want to join me and i was like yo you should join him <laughs> he made it really hard for me bastion to feel bad for the for for the cops that was doing the, all the all the mess, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna Dude. lie. It was one of those. Um, it was one of those killmonger moments when I was like, you know what? The villain has a point. He got a point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, yo, he got a point though. Like, 
If I was Chris Rock, I would I would take it. Like, hey, why not? Yeah, you would switch to the dark side. Like, you'd be like, you know, Sidious, like, I could give you all the strength and power you need, Anakin. Oh. With my side, like, yeah, you make a good point. 100%, bro. 100%. <laughs> but other than that, it was a crappy movie. But it was fun, though, because Chris Rock was having fun. It was nothing scary about this film, Bastion. They, Chris Rock and, and Samuel Jackson was being too funny. In a horror flick, man, they were too funny. Quick question. Yes. Uh, you said that it's Spiral. Did it have anything to do with the Saw series? Yeah, it, it actually does have everything to do with the Saw series because I think Samuel L. Jackson was in the original Saw as a cop. Okay. Yeah, and, and so uh, Chris Rock plays his son. Is this post or pre? This is post. Saw? So this is post. after John. This is after John. So... Um, Basically, the the spiral was was the saw symbol, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason why um, the rook he took that symbol um, was to pay like homage to the original dude. So it's not the original dude at all. He has nothing to do with it because he's dead, right? Um, it's just this new guy who who's who's the rookie cop who's who's using this as a purpose to sort of cleanse the cleanse. Um, the LAPD from within, if that makes sense. Not interesting. It's not interesting at all, but hey, well, I supported like what he halfway did. Halfway copaganda, but not really. It's halfway copaganda, but halfway not really. It's basically cops are bad. It's basically it's a it's a political commentary of what's going on today. Yeah, okay. It's Shout a stupid movie, though. I didn't expect that. I've seen that trailer for the past, like, three years, it feels like. Probably two years. Pro definitely two years. Because, definitely remember, years. all the movies were supposed to come out last year, and they didn't. Yeah, another thing about movies. I know, like, we're talking about, like, end-of-show stuff so early. But talking about movies, apparently, around this time, we were supposed to get Matrix 4. Yeah. And uh, was John Wick 4 at the same time. Mm-hmm. Alternate reality. That would have been a great day. I would watch both movies in one day. Yeah. I would do the same thing too. But but now we're getting all the movies that we were supposed to get last year, like Fast and Furious 9. And I don't know. What the hell happened with uh, Top Gun, Maverick? Tom Cruise movie? He's in oh, the yeah. fighter jet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to see I that know. movie. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of movies to get pushed back. Black Black Widow. No idea when that's coming out. No, really. July 9th. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, no, sure. it is. Bastion. Sure. It's, it's, it's announced sure. now. It's announced. It's sure. They, they created it. everything else and kept pushing that one back. They should have just dropped it on Disney, but hey, I didn't want to pay thirty dollars for it. Anyways, uh, you want to get into the song of the month or? Yeah, let's get into the song of the week. Of the week. This this right here is dedicated to all the Gemini's out there because it's your month, Gemini. You play Tupac? No, I wasn't gonna play Tupac, at all. You play Yay? Uh, no, I'm not gonna play Yay at all. I'm gonna play Princess Nokia with her track called Gemini. And before I play that, I just want to shout out one of our past guests, Mazi, who who is a dancer and who's going to be touring with Princess Nokia this fall. So. Shout out to her. Congratulations. I know y'all are pretty tight. So in in celebration of that and in celebration of all Geminis like you, Bastion, and like Mozzie and like Princess Nokia, Tupac, uh, Kanye, 
Lauren Hill. This is Princess Nokia. Andre 3000. Andre 3000. This is Princess Nokia. Gemini. Super fly, fly guy. I am Gemini, two heads, one eye. I am Gemini, like Pac Andre, Lauren and Kanye, boy George and Anne Frank. I am Gemini, but no, I'm not fake. I am Gryffindor, but don't move like snake. I am Gemini, people love to call me crazy, but they judging and they hating, and I'm too grown for explaining. I am Gemini, June 14th, and all the famous rappers got a sign like me, and all the famous rappers got a heart like me, but I know that I'm different and they're not quite me. I'm the horoscope hole, I'm the planet and moon, I'm the rising ascendant, fifth degree to the moon, I'm the witch of your dreams, I'm the voice in your head, your husband sent me a DM and I just left them on red. My planet's Mercury, my element is air, I'm such a free spirit that I don't fucking care. If I got a blunt, I ain't moving out my chair, you can kiss my dairy dear, cause it's shaped like a pear. Little Zodiac, ginger snap, pretty little shorty with the snapback, tarot deck on sack, like to get her feet wet with peak sweat, the freak neck, from Harlem to BX, I clean up like Kleenex. I'm recessed, kick ball to the deep end The public school era is old school forever The moon and the tides really control the weather The sun and the moon, yes, it do go together A spiritual being that rides any weather Riders on a stone, riders on a stone Yes, I'm on my own, trying to find up my home Riders on a stone, riders on a stone Always on my own, trying to find up a home Intelligent, adaptable, agile, communicative, informative, creative, and everybody hates it. Imagination, colorful, when I just entertain it. A poet in a dreamer, I'ma seize the world and take it. Of course, there is the bad, I'm really superficial. I ain't called you in three months, still I maintain that I miss you. A Gemini with issues, social isolated. I pray that I'ma make it, or at least that I can take it. And like a Gemini, I'm really prone to changes. I'm really indecisive, and I really fucking hate Picking food or picking clothes, it always make me anxious But thank God I'm in charge of this, cause boys close what I stay in Riders on a stone, riders on a stone Yes, I'm on my own, trying to find up my home Riders on a stone, riders on a stone Always on my own, trying to find up a home FM, WBAI, New York. Welcome back to Black Seinfeld. That was Princess Nokia with Gemini, dedicated to all the Geminis out there. Like you, Bastion, because you're one, but you're a May Gemini, if that means anything. I don't don't care. Does it? No. Um, I'm pretty sure it has to do with from, like, the beginning of the cycle to the end. So I'm, like, in the middle, like, May 15 to like June 15. I thought it was like May 20 something. I don't. That's not how Zodiac signs work, bro. Does it? Uh, listen, man. I just look at him for fun. I don't take him seriously at all. How you take him? But you like crystals. Yeah, I did. I, I do. You did or you do? I mean, I don't have a lot of them anymore. I just have this. Uh, tiger's eye and onyx like it was a phase in in my life where i was heavily into that stuff college yeah definitely college but now i'm just like 
listen, it's fun. It's fun to read about, but I don't take it as gospel. If anything, if, if I find people that personally like take it as gospel and wouldn't, and wouldn't want to be my friend or, or wouldn't want to go out on a date with me or something just because I'm a Scorpio, I, I think that's a great sign and a great red flag to adhere and just move on, you know? Because there are people that are like that. They're like, oh, well, I don't, I don't like Leos because of X, Y, and Z. Or, oh, I don't like Sagittarius because of whatever. And sometimes I deliberately lie about my, um, my, my Zodiac. Just to prove a Lying. point. Just to prove this, a point. This. Yeah, yeah. I kind of have to lie about my Zodiac all the time. Yeah. People hate Gemini. So like, yeah, all right. Cool. This is like the end of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Or you just, oh, I just go like, oh. Oh, I'm I'm a Taurus, and they go, oh yeah, I could totally see that. I'm like, no, I'm lying. I'm I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, can't you see the Drake in me? Anyways, yeah. can't you see the light skin? Can't you see the oh, see the beard? The beard, the beard is the, the that's the that's the dead giveaway. I was telling my friends about my Drake theory, and uh, I think I got them on my side. What's the Drake theory? No, I told you before that he. Uh, broke an engagement off so oh. he could just make songs about it. He has like oh. no interest in anything. He just yeah. needs to be in situations to rap about it. Mm, you know he what? Has nothing to do. So, do you think the reason why he postponed his his January 2021 release was because he had he realized he had nothing? No, he didn't do it. He didn't start. In my opinion, I think he maybe had some concepts, but. He needed more time, which is fine. Like he's like the one of the biggest stars around. The yeah, more true. time you work on the project, the, you know, for his caliber, like you might just grab features that you wouldn't have never captured like eight months ago or two years or a year ago. Yeah. So yeah, You're right. I, I actually like when artists like that take time. Well, I mean, the last time Drake came out with an album, he he was bullied to becoming a dad. So that was the thing. And it wasn't a good album. So freaking sucked, man. It irked me, and it was a double album of sucktitude exactly so i think he's probably learning from that it's like all right next time i'm I'm going to drop the album i want not the drought not the album that my life demands but then he realized uh, like his life he's not doing much so it's like all right i'm gonna create things in my life to like rap about that's what i think if he puts like two or three songs about like or not songs maybe okay one song two verse references like a bar than he did on purpose. All right. That's my theory. Well, I remember two in references listening to seeing green. He did talk about stealing, stealing the dude's girl or whatever. He did mention it. What song? Seeing green. That was the, that was the Nicki Minaj bonus and beam me up Scotty. It was the, it was the trio return of Nicki, Lil Wayne and, and Drake. He did talk about it. Was that like a new song? Like recent, like yeah. six months. Re- it was, okay. no, it wasn't but six he- months. It was like, two weeks ago okay 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 no like when it was recorded but all right so it's like it's starting no but it has to be on that's things you know you can rap about life things but if it's on the album it's official my theory stands speaking of theories yes obama was recently on the late late show former president obama and one of the discussions that they were having was about ufos and aliens right and he was saying um, that once he got into the office, he asked, he asked straight up, and he was like, this is a quote from Obama. He was like, is there a lab somewhere where we're keeping the alien specimens and spaceships? And 
they said they were doing research or whatever and the answer in short was no but he said what is true is that and he's being serious he's he's saying that there is footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are we can't explain how they moved their trajectory they did not have an easily explainable pattern and so you know i think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what it is so basically unidentified flying objects are real we just haven't seen an alien personally they haven't seen aliens personally the area 51 doesn't have any sort of alien species hidden do i believe him no and i will tell you why i feel like obama was just giving us a little something that we all know already about Un unidentified flying objects and all that stuff but i'm sure they have aliens hidden somewhere he just didn't want to say it okay yeah maybe i don't know maybe he's telling the truth maybe we should just like because he did talk about like um uaps mm -hmm. unidentified uh unidentified aerial phenomena yeah it, that's what uh the government's calling it at the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. It's something to kind of gather your mind around because he also discussed like how we as humans would interact with them. Would they be like an equal or a understanding? Or it's just, you know, humans like to create problems for ourselves. So we just put more money in weapons and destruction and stuff. So I don't know. This is an interesting that he brought it up but at the same time i'm always skeptical especially presidents talking about things like this if i'm more skeptical skeptical about presidents talking about things that they that wouldn't talk about during their term mm -hmm. so, uaps mm. like you didn't talk about it back then like why are you talking about it now are well, you distracting us or are you preparing us i figured he wouldn't talk about it back then was because i don't know he was busy like trying to rebuild the economy after everything that happened, you know, he had other things to worry about and he was doing other BS as well to just focus in on aliens. Takes but, five also, minutes. but also, I will say this. He did say that he thinks if there was, if aliens did show up, he thinks that alien can be the one thing that can bring all humanity together. And I tend to believe that, okay? We need like, we need some sort of Thanos-like creature to come through to wreck everything and and i swear to you as soon as that happens all the racism goes away hopefully the classism goes away and we all band together as humans no it will not happen what uh, my favorite tv show definitely my top 10 favorite tv show is uh watchmen and they oh. pretty much discussed this it's like it's like 30 years later after the squid incident and society worked together for a short period of time. And now they're kind of back to the nonsense they were doing before. Like and that's kind of Captain how America I'm going Winter to view Soldier? Huh? Like Captain America Winter Soldier? What do you mean? Captain America the and the... Oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. My bad. Oh, I yeah, exactly. Got, I got used to calling him Captain America already. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, in, in theory, it's like, oh... um. We were doing this before, mm -hmm. but now we have new rules, so we don't care about what was going on in the past. Mm. So 
So then you're going to just push it away in order to create things for the new. And that's a form of, no. You know what? Like holding people down. I always wondered what aliens call us humans. Like what, what do the, what's their name for us? Or what do they even call planet earth? I always wondered that sort of stuff, you know? Well, I see. Okay. So in order to understand like space theory and stuff, you gotta understand like how far things are in light speed and light distance. Mm-hmm. Is it that they could teleport throughout space and time, mm. where they could bend it and they could be in multiple galaxies at the same time, or is it within our Milky Way? Because if it's within our like solar system, sure, they, you know, they we probably like the you know, uh, like Mars is the rock from the sun, right? Right. Maybe we're just numbers. Yeah, you know, we're Earth. Or maybe we're just another planet in that sector. Oh, you're from that sector, that galaxy. Right. They won't call it galaxy. We call it galaxy. We, it yeah, probably they call has it a, something else. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's not the planet they're calling it. It's more like where we are within that uh, solar system or you, galaxy. You know, South Park had an interesting episode that the planet Earth was this one big reality show. And yeah. I, and I wonder. That, that episode, that was the first episode. And that was also like the first episode of season four, I think. I think so. Like, they remade it mm-hmm. <laughs> because the technology was better, but it was like I don't know. It was it was, I, it was a good concept. It was a good concept, and I was and it got me wondering, like, huh? I wonder if this whole thing is a reality show for, and the entertainment is for the other species and other beings out there. Yeah, we have a lot of art arcs, a lot of Segas. I think right now we're in the technology arc. Mm-hmm. Like human society after over thousands, over hundreds of thousands of years, we have finally had the technology. We need to succeed a beautiful utopia. But instead of doing that, we are fighting against ourselves and just stealing data and creating digital copies in order to sell products mm-hmm. on and, Instagram. And killing the environment to create uh, new forms of currency like NFTs. Exactly. So like from that's the a... new Dark Lord himself and I swear we have to talk about this theory soon. Oh, um Elon Musk being Anakin Skywalker. Oh yeah, one of these days we'll One go of these over days. It. That's going to be our new uh Donald Trump Goku Super Saiyan. Yeah. It, yeah, we'll, we'll go over it. We'll go over it. Like, yeah. give me some time. Give me like August. Yeah, we'll, remind me. It's not going anywhere anytime I'll, soon. I'll we just have to. We have to wait for him to do something else to like screw everything up. Exactly. Um, but um, kind of going back. Kind of lost train of thought. Aliens. But, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, like the saga show. that we're in yeah. as humankind. Poverty still up. A lot of poor people still up. So a lot of open houses. The house market's going up. It's like pandemic era. Like it's like the, the most insane TV show. A lot's going on. It's like we gave them technology, or they made they finally found technology, and just how they're using and abusing it. It's like, of course, it'll be great to create a product that could last a long period of time. But how would that company make money? How would that company hire people? Like those people will be upset. We need to work too, so make that product last three years, so you could buy it again in two years. Simple as that. So yeah, that's the error we're in yeah, right now. You know, it's crazy that when you talk about work and stuff, that there's still a lot of people in unemployment. Meanwhile, I don't. I think people definitely want to go back to work, but also I think people realize 
that they don't want to play this game anymore where they're going to be worked overworked and get paid so little and then they have little uh life to work balance ratio that's what i think i think people finally tuned in and, and, and are just like yo i don't want to play this game anymore i'm done i've made more money on unemployment than i ever had actually working and that's yeah. sad yeah and it kind of even small things as you said it's like they look for work they try to get something either near unemployment level or better right mm -hmm. It's not as easy as just going to Indeed and just changing the bar. It's like you really have to look for something. Hell yeah. So when they find something with their new skills to say, hey, can I get, like, you know, paid time off, uh, health insurance, uh, can I get paid this much? And they're going to look for a 1K. Like, yeah, like, oh, we, we never did this before. It's like, well, you should cons consider. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, we're not doing it. So no, no, there's no problem. I'll just look for something else. Yeah. Maybe this is not the right industry for me. Maybe I should learn how to code. Word. You know how bad it's getting, bro? I got turned down from FedEx. How bad do I have to suck in order to get turned down by FedEx? So the thing about those type of companies, they will most likely hire from either within or from, like, referrals. Mm. So, like, it's not you. It's just, like... You know, they're going to hit up, like, oh, my cousin is free. You round. He's like me. Hire him. So, all right, sure, why not? That's that's how they do it. You need connections. Every job you need is slight connection in. Rule number one. It's rare getting a job without connections. Difficult, right? I think. That is true. Out of my work experience, two of my jobs, one of my jobs I got without any, like, connection. One. Um, I like six different type of jobs I did. One of them, no, no connection whatsoever. Hmm. But yeah, I think that's a that that goes for a lot of like food jobs though. Not even every every type up. of job, every job, every type of job you could think of, even for a second, you need a connection to get that job. You could skip the step process, like the process that like your your resume doesn't go through this automated machine and you just pinning words like no I, you skip that and talk to the recruiter immediately but yeah and uh, enough of that talk Let, let's get into some politics let's get into some politics man because boy republicans are at it again bash they are at it again and what are they after this well what are they doing this time Let, can, let's let's we, take a flashback to our first episode or second episode of the no, year. No, it was the first episode of okay. the year, and I remember it well because we we're gonna come. I was gonna come back and just have a fun episode of "Hey, Black Seinfeld is back," but then that that very fateful day, January sixth, two thousand twenty-one, angry mob of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol, all because of a lie. By the way, stormed the Capitol. Some people were dying, you know, smoking that Babbitt pack. 120 cops were injured. 120 cops were injured. Some cops were dead even. Oh, like two. Yeah, because they beat them to death with the MAGA, with the MAGA. Was it a MAGA flag or was it a, an American flag? Either it, way, it was crazy. Yeah, it was. Okay, it was um, we released episode on January 7th called Insurrection. Because I think we took a week off, right? Yes, we did. We took like two weeks off because it was it was the holiday season. Yeah, two weeks off. Um, insurrection. And 
this is just like a reflection of what happened six months ago. It's like we saw it on TV. We discussed it. Probably did like two episodes on it. Two right? episodes on it. Yeah. Two because, whole episodes on it. Yeah. More information came after the, the following week. But my, my, our eyes were glued on it. We probably discussed it for like an hour, 30 minutes. Hell yeah. And for people to downplay it, and when people, I mean Republicans, to downplay it, say it, it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't. It wasn't something to look into. We don't need to put money up. You know what's crazy, Bastion? I'm not even going to give it to all Republicans, right? Trump-backed Republicans have an issue about holding themselves accountable for inciting this insurrection. And that's what this conversation is about. Because Congress was having the discussion of, of an investigation of holding people responsible for what occurred January 7th. But the issue is, Bastion, whenever you, you something comes to law or something gets signed as a bill, um, the issue always comes down to filibusters, right? And that's what these Republican Trump-backed senators did once again, which allowed a majority rule to go against this um this incentive and again the whole insurrection thing is just being swept under the rug again no one's responsible and i'm sure they're going to use the the um the example of of um trump's um of trump's impeachment um thing again and they're going to say well well you know what like He's not even the president anymore, so why does this matter? You know, this doesn't matter anymore. Let's just move on as a country. Let's just move on as Americans. And they're doing the same thing again. And I think that's why they're doing this again, because Trump's not in office and Trump in this. But then afterwards, Trump always suns him, like Mitch McConnell, a.k.a. Mitch McConnell, the minority leader there, always, always topping Trump always bashing and you know what trump always punks him and for good reason you know why because i you, realize you sure you sure that's the right analogy because i think it's more vice versa because in my opinion and i always said it before like mitch mcconnell is using the energy of trump like it feels like he's punk he's getting punked because yeah trump will say some wild stuff back but at the end of the day he's the one with the 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 hand to collect the vote that he needs to proceed to the whatever he wants to like stop, confirm, or like destroy. No, so. I think it's I think it's inverse because um, Trump gave the Republican Party and a lot of extremists like this new incentive and this new. That's why I said like he's yeah. controlling that, like, controlling. Right. like he's using the dark forces that Trump has left. Right, and so <laughs> and and so see the issue is though you have a lot you have some Republicans like Mitt Romney and all that that go against what Trump is saying, and then um, voters that voted for him they are actually going against him. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. speaking out against him. So that's why I think it's the reverse of where Trump has power amongst a lot of these Republicans because a lot of what Trump is saying, a lot of um, some Republicans, it resonates, it, it resonates with the people. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's different. That's why I think it's reverse where Trump Trump realizes that he has he he has everyone in his back pocket. That's just me.
no, he has nobody in his back pocket. He has control. People have control of his energy. They don't care about him. They care about his energy, what he brings to the table, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're using from him. Like, there's no, there's no real support. There's no real support on this man. Like, no one cares. Like, to allow this person to say, like, because it's right. It's like he said, people are stealing the election. Yes, that's a great incentive for more voter suppression. It's an incentive for them because they were already against people voting in the first place. We don't like people voting. So let's use this dark energy that he's created by himself because he's like the number one content creator of our, t- or of our time, of our generation, right? He definitely <laughs> is. Creates content out of thin air and it, we ate. And it we works. Ate well. yeah. We ate well for those uh, four three years. years. Yeah. No, three years of Black Sandfield at WBAI. Uh, <laughs> but hey, we're, yeah. we're, not, we're not the only ones guilty. Everyone was eating. No, no it's fine. It's fine. Like content out of everything. Like, no shame in our first, game. It, it, baby's first politics for a lot of people so shout out to ya yes right? no shame in our game baby no shame in our game and we're gonna suck the teat that is donald trump till the wheels fall off we're <laughs> uh, just gonna complain and uh it's just a good vehicle to complain at word and it's just like examples like why i just said it's like they would just use that now this year and um bernie sanders just tweeted about it it's like all these states are uh, found a way to put a, a type of like voter suppression mm-hmm. and we had to get rid of that we had to make a federal law stopping that and making it an equal playing field you can't have one state treats voting this way and another state being um, treating voting this way it's like that's kind of what that's what like the biggest problem in america is like every every state's so different from the you know left and right left and right mm-hmm. it's like no it's like let's simplify it let's make it easy let's make the system good and of course people are going to complain about it more because they're trying to pass some things where they want uh like you know i special ids you want people to kind of oversee you want people on the on the democrat and republicans to oversee them counting the votes it's like a bit creepy but like they already had it they already had that but they want more. They they want it live recorded on, on I don't know on Twitch TV or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just think that. Oh, we forgot to say what exactly. No, we said what exactly happened. Like, yeah, they yeah. just blocked the Capitol yeah, Riot fi- Commission. Yeah, yeah, they filibustered it. I just think that they're just trying to grab to to hold on to any sort of strings that they can. To feel like they have some sort of power. I mean, which which they kind of do, you know. They have the power. They they have the power, but you know they're they're trying to do anything, but accept the the roles and responsibilities that they've played in order for this thing to to incite itself. Really. Yeah. All they needed was sixty votes. They got fifty four. A couple of Republicans uh, did vote, but a, a couple of Democrats didn't vote either. Yep. So so. Well, they got 54. Yeah, they got 54. So. Yeah, 54 to like 36, I believe. Yeah. And they and had to get 60. 60. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's sad, man. It's just really sad. Republicans, I hope y'all y'all just grow a spine and a backbone. No, and there's stop no ban- need. Stop, stop bending to this man's will. I don't there's... hate you like Bastion does. I'm just saying, just grow some balls of your own, man. Don't, don't, don't follow no. this dude. No, you need morals to grow balls, right? You need morals. 
these people have no morals. You have to, you, in order to be a, like, you could be a Republican, right? All right, fine. You get the theory of Republican, but you have no morals to be a Republican politician, right? That's different. If you're a Republican, you know, you go to work, you pay your taxes, complain about it, whatever, right? You have conversations. You're adding nothing to the, the system besides who you vote for. But if you're, con- if you're a, I was going to say conservative, Republican, which is mm-hmm. conservative, uh, politician, you're just like, worse well there's so, no, no real moral loyalty. having there's no morals in politics to be there, honest there's there surface level stuff and we have the right to complain you know of course we we haven't really complained about Biden in a while like his, uh, his content is not that interesting to talk about sometimes well hey and, yes. and we tried to condense it in like in like sections like oh he did this for the past three months let's talk about it <laughs> see the th- see the thing is with with Biden or just politics now, especially it's like, you know, three years ago when we had all this stuff to talk about, we were in an abusive relationship, right? And 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 it was easy just to talk about us getting beat up all the time and all that. But now that we have the forty sixth president, right, and he's a he's a good talker and you know, he he really doesn't do anything in the public eye to have us talk. He sort of seems like a good guy, but we're just waiting for him to mess up. It's like, it's like I don't know how to how to feel now anymore that things are back to normal, and I don't like it. Okay, because well, I'm used he, to the turmoil. I'm used I'm used to being battered and bruised. I'm used to being abused. He he, he messes up all the time. It's just like sometimes, like we we don't really have to call it out. Right. I don't know why. And it's not I think major we just news. don't focus on it. It's not major he, news. Yeah, it's not major news, and he most of the time it's just his speeches because we all we always disagree with how he did things. Like right now, the biggest thing they're doing is the 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 construction. Like this, no, what what's the bill for? Um, yeah, I almost forgot. It's the like you know to build roads and those type of things. Okay. Yeah. So. The Republicans is like, oh, you know, we want to do this instead. Like, you want to spend a trillion dollars on it. We want to do like a, a couple million dollars on it. Mm. So that's that's kind of like how a billion. They're about to spend a billion. I'm tripping. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like what's going on. So he wants like the back and forth. He wants like both sides to kind of put their hands together and shake hands, kumbaya and stuff. Yeah, but it ain't that easy though. It ain't that easy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I truly feel this way though. Um, I feel like corporations or people with money that can just buy politicians to do whatever it is that they want to do. I feel like all that stuff. I feel like they. Oh, my fault. It was the Biden two trillion dollar infrastructure plan. Trillion dollar infrastructure. Yeah, and they're trying to like break it, break it, bring it down. To to how much billion? Uh yeah, maybe okay. even less. Million. Yeah, a couple, a couple hundred millions okay. here and there. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about it soon. Okay. It's just like it's one of those things that slows the rope. Like this is what we want, and this is what they kind of offered, and sooner or later they'll. It's like one big what, negotiation what, contract. Yeah, they're they're gonna start negotiating soon. Ah, well, wish they are. Have your people call my people. Let's let the lawyers hash it out, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I I, that, that was something I wanted to talk about a while. It was like, ah, I, I did write some like pre notes to it, like transportation is going to have like 600 billion to it and manufacturing and work jobs. Because, like, 
you know, we're still in the shortage for semiconductors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they really that's right. have to, Chips. They, yeah, they really have to, like, put up money in it to make their own. You know what's crazy? We are in that semiconductor shortage, but Nintendo's coming out with a with a new model for the Switch. I don't think which they needs ever confirmed those semi- it. No, they did confirm it. That was E3. Only E3. Yeah. You had E3? Yeah, we had E3. I don't recall. Really? Yeah, yeah. look it up. Nintendo's making a new a new version of the Switch. Oh, it just happened 13 hours ago. Yeah, bro. Oh, and there's going to be another another one on June 15th. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh-huh. Something to waste not, money on. It's not like the week. It's not like E3 was a weekend again, or, or like a week. It's they they breaking it up now, bro. E3 re- event will be focused exclusively on Switch games. Mm-hmm. After the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Told you. Yeah. But uh, support Nintendo because the Nintendo's out here. <laughs> yeah. I was Anyways. saying I was saying something about politicians. I forget. They're, the they're all a scam. Oh yeah, That's... they're all a scam. They're all disposable. Um, and I feel like the rich know that. Like the rich that buys off these politicians, I feel like they view them as just swine at the end of the day that they just dispose of. Because at the end of the day, we just want you to do something for us. That's just me. And any one of them could be expendable by at any moment, at any time. Because at, at the end of the day, it's their money that's backing them. And it's backing their campaign. You know? Yeah. You spoke... The, like, the words that you use kind of reminds me of the same words I would use to describe the tennis organization. Ooh. As what? Expendable? The, uh, well, the players are. Huh. Passion, that them. is a great segue into what's going on right now at the French Open. Some scandals were happening. At the no French... scandals. It's just conversations. No, no, I mean, I mean, uh, it, it was it, kind of a scandal. Scan- well, not it's a messed. scandal. Just yeah. news. You're right. Scandal is a bit different. The scandal just... would be like your boy Taco Wahidi and, and Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson. That was a scandal. But never mind. That was like a almost scandal. Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, because I feel like the- scandals like are bad, and that one is just like interesting. Yeah. Maybe like J Lo. Oh, and uh. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. No. Like if th- that happened during the time of A Rod, that would be a scandal. Mm, you know, it was crazy. Uh, Diddy for a Throwback Thursday. He yeah, posted a that's photo. A, a, a photo of him and J Lo. That was a scandal. Diddy messy. What's up? What what hold does J Lo have on these men? Because Diddy was never the same after J Lo. So has Ben Affleck. Like I need a girl. That was all for J Lo. All that stuff that Diddy did about women. That was all because of J Lo. Yeah, I'm not interested in diving same. into that theory. Same. I, I'm not even a J Lo fan for anything. Movies, music, whatever. Uh, but I always thought she was an interesting celebrity. Anyways, I mean, uh, let's talk about cool. the the French Open. Yes, the French Naomi Osaka, Open. one of my favorite tennis players, uh, recently wrote, I think like two weeks ago, recently wrote on uh, Twitter and Instagram saying like she doesn't want to do any more of the press. Yeah. Uh, post-game, uh, pre-game, just not interested in doing it yeah. just for her mental health. I have it right here. Do you want me to read it? No, it's long. 
we're just doing like a quick summary. Okay. And uh, she understands the implications as a, as a as a sports athlete to do that, but she rather just get the fine and just like skip everything entirely. And it just hit a storm immediately because one of the biggest conversations that we've been having is about mental health and how we feel as uh as people. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's still human at the same time. And you're just bringing this uh, situations and predicaments where you'll be stressed or will have anxiety and you have to deal with it. Everybody deals with stress and anxiety differently. True. Uh, and there's also other things from like past experience future, um, and things going on in your own personal life. And that kind of deals with the, the, the everything within mental health and also the pandemic, it, which affected a lot of people's mental health. So they end. So the French Open, Australian Open, all the opens, all four of them like came out with a statement like, "Oh, you know, I'm just going to change it up." Like, "Oh, okay, Osaka's like we feel you. Like we know what's going on, but we will do more than 15k if you don't do this. Yeah, like, you're it's under your obligation. Yeah, you're under contract. Like we could just like default you. And in order and to explain what default is, like even if she wins the game, uh, they were just like. They'll just say, no, you lost. And then she'll be kicked out. Yikes. So, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's worse than a tech. In the, like, you know, if you get a tech in basketball, it's like the other person will get a point. Um, you get suspended, yeah. But it's, it's like something close to that. So instead of, like, trying to deal with that, which I thought she would do. I thought she would just try to, like, she doesn't want to lose the competition. But it's mm-hmm. like, all right, fine. I will uh, do these interviews, but make it short and sweet. That's kind of my prediction, as you said, like Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch, man. I figured she just would have went, hey, I'm only here because I just don't want to be fine. Just just do that because that's a great way to acquiesce on, on what they want from her. She's contract. She's fulfilling her contractual duties. She's there. She's talking to the press. She can just say, yeah, like Marshawn Lynch did, or... I'm only here so I won't get fined and, and, and keep it pushing. You know, I figured she should have talked to Marshawn Lynch about this, but she didn't. Instead, what she did was, Bastion. She ended up leaving uh, the entire tournament. Just like, all right, I'm just going to step out. Like, this got blown out of proportion. She probably felt anxiety for that because just how people will comment and talk about her, especially online, which I don't really use this critique of like real people's um perspective but you have the media constantly writing about it journal like sports journalists uh writing about it because it does fall into uh the player's perspective because we all have these corporations that it kind of uh especially in the, like the nba journalism field um journalism field nfls like how they treat the, their employees and also like the, the the people that's doing the labor for them yeah so after she leaves you know they, then they kind of so then they kind of dropped out it's like okay yeah we should like focus more on mental health especially with our athletes and i think that conversation just started and for her to leave i think kind of boosted that Mm-hmm. Because it it made like the French Open and all those other leagues look bad, but now it makes them look really bad because of how they it's like it, it's like they forced her out in a way. Yeah, I don't know if definitely. she's like pre planning this. I don't know who she's talking to, like who's in their team or she's talking to outer people. But she did get a lot of support from like all stars that actually discuss these type of things. 
Right, because Serena Williams, Serena Williams, and all. Yeah, um, you sent me this uh, clip on how this initially was started, and can you please share with the audience on on? on... That was just my prediction. Okay. So, um, it it probably has to do with like how she will view other people, like just bursting in tears, crying during like the press conferences. But, but she even explained it has to. Go- it went all the way back to 2018 when she beat Serena Williams mm-hmm. and the crowd was booing her. Then, like, the press kind of went off and everything. It's like, it, it was pretty bad time, especially when you beat somebody. The GOAT? That you, you beat the GOAT, like, the, one of the greatest athletes of, our, like, of all time. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, it, it felt really, it's like a type of um, PSC. Um, it's like she had, like, high anxiety from that incident and she still reflects on it today so that's why she wanted to like skip around with the interviews and it was previously when she recently beat serena like after they after she won and during the interview like you know they were asking serena questions and she was just breaking down in tears just crying that's one thing i never liked with um with journalists and interviewers is interviewing the loser like right after the loss. I never liked that in any sort of sport, whether it be combat sports, like having Joe Rogan like in the octagon trying to interview the loser right after him. Like, like I get it. First off, like I get it. It's your job to do it. But like, fam, this person literally got knocked out 10 seconds ago and you're trying to ask them what happened. Or like, I, I wouldn't, like as much-ish as I talk, like I wouldn't want a journalist to walk up to Thibodeau or Julius Randle or, or, or RJ Barrett right now and ask them, so what happened tonight? Like, I wouldn't want that. Like, dude, it already happened, but yeah, of course, but of course it happened. But me personally, I, I just think it's, it's, it's just not cool to me at least because like, like wait, wait a couple days after a week after a month after, and then get some thoughts, not right after they lost, don't ask them what's going on in their head. Like a lot of emotions r- happen when you lose. Okay, everyone. Does, people don't like losing. Okay, some people take it differently. All right, some people are humble about it. Some people cry about it and and run off like Serena did. Like I personally just don't like that because I think people are always trying to get the scoop and get the news and trying to be the first one to get those really big news and stuff. But they forget that you know these athletes are still people and they've busted their ass training all this time and then they lost i think you should just give them space that's just me and that's why i supported people like marsh marshawn lynch who just he went up to the press and he gave them nothing and he said nothing he fulfilled his contractual obligation he acquiesced and he finessed the system and while i understand how naomi osaka feels about that and mental health is definitely an issue I really wish she went the Marshawn Lynch route or the freaking Kyrie Irving route and just started talking about black stuff the whole time. Oh, yeah. He did do that. That's all. Um, he, he doesn't even talk about basketball anymore. Kyrie just talks about all the stuff happening in black America. Yeah, he even explains, like, I'm not really focused on basketball right now. Yeah, he right said, now. man, screw basketball right now. Like, black and, people are, are, are going through a lot, and we're trying to co- overcome. That's and, all Kyrie does. And then he steps on Shamrocks. Shout out oh to yeah. Kyrie, man. He's 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 so dope. Shout out to you, Kyrie. Killing the game. And to kind of even explain Kyrie's statements, like there's more to life than basketball. So when I'm not like when he's on the court, 
It's one hundred and ten percent basketball. Yes. But when he's off the court, there's life going on. Exactly. And I and think like, Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's like I was just gonna to continue talking more about like the especially like in sports. Like I'm a big fan of basketball, so I have a bigger like understanding like the Mar DeRozan's talking about like depression. Like, you know, just leaving Toronto and then winning. It's like that and like just seeing how people will talk about him. Right. So imagine like these are the same interv- these are the same people that interview you at the game and you like you know what they wrote about you. Like you have mm-hmm. to deal with that. Same with like Kevin Love. And it, it kind of reminds me of the this is like the first player who this is back in twenty fifteen, if you remember the um the player Larry Sanders, he was in Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Um he signed like it was like a three year big NBA contract. I think it was probably like eighty or sixty million. And you know, he he just didn't dress up he didn't show up for like seven games and people were like wondering what was wrong with him like he was just having a lot of anxiety a lot of mental health issues and he ended up just like you know leaving the nba mm. and people were just shocked and i could remember that conversation because it was very one-sided like it was his fault right. like he messed up like oh he should have been stronger or have tougher skin because of at one point in time, I probably did have that perspective mm-hmm. that, like, you should have a tough skin. It's like, no, that's not true. It's like, not everyone you, is built like that. It's not even about being built like that. It's just, it's not fair to say, like, oh, you should deal with the pain. It's like, no, there should be no pain whatsoever because no one ever is prepared for the pain. And if you are, that's something that you got to, like, that's something up with you. It's like, something wrong, not something wrong with you, but you probably have more issues that you're hiding if you're already used to that as well. So I remember Larry Sanders, if anybody's out there listening, like Larry Sanders, and if anybody remembers, so Larry Sanders was that type of player. It's like, yeah, I, I'm done. I can't do this. I'm getting pressure from like family members asking me for money constantly. It's people that don't know me. Yeah. Like no one cares about me. No one's asking me how I feel and those type of things. So, yeah. It, it's it's one of the, the sacrifices that comes with fame and and comes with success you know unfortunately like that's that's what happens that's some of that's some of the prices people are willing to or or not willing to to pay when it comes to when it comes to success and you're right bashing it shouldn't be but unfortunately that's what it is case in point kwame brown okay kwame brown has been on a social media media storm as of late because he's been going after everyone that's been talking mess about him ever since he was an 18 year old in the nba with the wizards and michael jordan from Stephen a charlemagne joe budden everyone has talked ish about kwame brown once in their lifetime all right but now that kwame brown is 30 years old and he's going back at them saying hey you know you're talking you're you're criticizing like a kid at the time like who didn't really know much who came from from high school straight into the nba and and i was just he was like yo i was just i was just an 18 year old kid and y'all putting all this immense pressure on me and and this and this and that and you know i agree with a lot of the points that he said in 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 his um defense of himself but oh yeah i thought it was very interesting I he even talked about um how like they didn't care about him when he came in the league. Hell no, they didn't care about him in the league. But I think also on the flip side, unfortunately, 
when you are when with whatever profession that you're in and you're at the high level of it, such as NBA, MLB, UFC, uh, tennis, hell, even even movies, any sort of entertainment, people are just gonna critique you. Like at the end of the day, people you're gonna have people that are a fan of you. You're gonna have people that you're, that's not a fan of you. There's no there's no 100% love that you're ever going to get, right? Some people that first get in the game, they get, get so much love and then they're in it for too long or or a year and or two years go by and then you get a, an immense amount of hate. That just happens. Like I remember when Tiffany Haddish first bursted onto the scene because of girls trip and everyone loved her. And then within like a year or two, people just started flipping hate on her. You know, it's 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 the same thing when it comes to any sort of entertainment, whether it be sports, movies, television, radio, whatever it is, critique always comes with it. No one's yeah. immune to that at all. Yeah, no one's immune. Like, no one's could really take it. Like, to be criticized by thousands of people, millions of people, yeah. that's... Like, you really mess up your mental. Yeah, by people you don't know, by people who gets paid to critique, like... It's, those it's are even worse. Those, yeah, that that can get real worse. Cause you know why? Because they have the gift of gab. All right, Stephen A. talking ish about Kwame Brown has been a highlight of his career, and I'm not gonna lie, Mashin, it's entertaining. But if it was I was funny. Kwame, it was hilarious. But if I was Kwame Brown and I listened to this and I was on the Lakers and I got and I got released from the Lakers, and I heard Stephen A. Smith talking about it and being the 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 most eloquent trash talker on ESPN, I would definitely feel some type of way. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a painful experience, and I'm, I'm kind of glad that we're talking about it. But I kind of it kind of sucks that it had to happen through, like Naomi Osaka uh, was talking about it, Osaka talking about it, um, and just how the French Open just reflected on it instantly. Even the players were like. Yeah, I know what she's going through, but she has to do it. We all have to do it. It's like, that's not the conversation that she's having. It's like, she just doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. There should be a way to opt out. And it's like, it's always been like that. It's like, yeah, that's the problem too. Just because it, it happened in the past doesn't mean it was a good idea anyways. Just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean it was a good idea. It's a good idea. Post-player post interviews, it's in concept, yeah, it's beneficial to the sports writers. But to be honest, what are they getting really? Where are they getting really? Just comments. The That's journalists? It. Yeah, the journal oh, the sports journalists. Like you could news. you could just watch the game and just describe it and True. say, Oh, you know, the coach is yelling at them. There's four minutes left in the fourth quarter, they're down by two. Yeah, journalism, right? True. It's like, oh, in an interview you said like, uh, how do you feel today? You didn't play well. It's like, I didn't play well. Yeah. Then you gotta write an article about that, right? Like <laughs> like I remember um one dude um, before the game asked R.J. Barrett, like, hey, R.J. Barrett, are you going to win the game today? He was like, it's like, of course I'm going to win the game. What kind of dumbass question is that? Like, yeah, like I hate those questions personally. Like, what are they supposed to say? Oh, no, nah, man, it's over. Like, no, nah, we're going to lose. Like, stop asking these stupid ass questions. What was going through your mind when you're making that shot? It's like, I, I, I it's going to go in. You know, what the f- it's going to go is, in. Like, I was just trying to like, that's why they all have like these rehearse PR answers like mm-hmm. they're all very I don't know what PR team gets these young players like once they're like 19 or 20 in the NBA it's like hey 
they're going to ask you these questions. This is how you're going to do it. Let's practice. Like, I want to know who, how they do that. Because you have someone like Draymond Green who's able to talk around all that. Like, it's him every time uh, they ask him questions. And he right. just loves to hear himself talk, which is great. But when you get, like, other players, like, it's, like, one-shot answers. Like, who who is this player anyways? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. But, see, I think the reason why they do this is – it's always just because they want to get that moment, right? Because that one moment can change their career. They can change everything. Like, I remember when it was like a playoff game, right? It was the Seattle Seahawks, right? And this this woman went went up to Richard Sherman, right? And she's like, oh, hey, Richard, man, you, you got the winning interception. Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl. And then Richard Sherman goes off. He's like, yo, don't you ever disrespect me right now. Don't you ever play with me. Don't You better respect my game. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if you watch football that that often. or you. No, nah, I remember that era. You it remember that era, it right? Was, he, went, he went off on Crabtree, right? She wasn't expecting that at all. She just went over to, to the friggin' tailback and asked them, hey, what are your thoughts? And that moment came out. I think that's what a lot of journalists look for. They look for that sort of that news, that sort of headliner where it can sort of change the the progression of their and projection the of their career. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. You're right. I, I agree. It's all agree. for the story when it comes to journalists, man. Remember when I used to be when we used to be in college, bro, and I used to be around a lot of journalists. Trust me, man. They can be sneaky. They are sly. Nope. You know what's a good story? The return of Tim Tebow. That is a horrible story. Oh, my God. Why is Tim Tebow back in the NFL? You know why? Listen, all right. So This is all you. All right. So, I have my surface understanding, but I would like to uh, know more. Okay. So for those of you who are unaware, uh, Tim Tebow was a quarterback in the NFL for roughly around three years, right? He won the Heisman Trophy back in, back in college, which is like one of the most prestigious prizes and awards you can ever get as a um, as a quarterback in the NCAA. Right? Got drafted. He was drafted to the Denver Broncos, which was back then a team that wasn't wasn't the best. All right, they weren't the best, but because of Tim Tebow, he was able to get them to the playoffs. I believe like first round. But then what happened after that bastion? Oh, mind you, this was all between like this was all in the early 2000s. No, I'm sorry, early 2010s, like yeah, 2012, yeah. 2013 era around that time. Then what happened was the Colts um, traded Peyton Manning and got him on the um, Denver Broncos. Right. They dropped Tim Tebow. OK, so Tim Tebow was in limbo. For a while, okay? Denver Broncos goes on to win the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning retires. Ever since then, that moment on, Tim Tebow has always been in limbo with the NFL because no one wanted to pick up Tim Tebow. It got Why? so bad because no one just no one just felt no one felt like there would be a good fit for him. Andrew Luck was on the Colts, and he was doing fine before, you know, he got injured and retired. Um, yeah, and a lot of the time, Bastion, it's just a matter of, hey, we don't have enough room for you, we don't have a spot for you, or we don't know how 
you're going to gel with our team. Um, Tim Tebow was like the poster guy, poster child for a while because he was a Christian, and I think he was a virgin too. Um, so that like, was a storyline. That was a storyline as well. Like he was a wholesome American boy, Christian male, okay? Um, Tim Tebow had to leave the NFL because no one wanted to pick him up. So like he 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 dabbled in basketball. No, I'm sorry. He dabbled in baseball. I think he signed to the Mets. Um, he did like sports commentary as well. He did color commentary. He did all this stuff, okay, for the remainder of the 2010s, Bash. Like he did nothing else. Nothing else. And now, after eight years away from the lead, the Jacksonville Jaguars coach signed Tim Tebow to a contract to play quarterback for the next season. Do you know how long that contract was? No, I do not. <laughs> no, I do not. You know, look into it. But yeah, I, I heard that story. But I'm not a big football fan, but big football fan, but I've heard a lot of people complaining about it. Yes. I heard a lot of people were more upset that Tim Tebow because apparently like he's just not a good player. He's not that great. He's he's not. I mean, like I said before, he got he got the Broncos to the playoffs, but other than that, like that was it. He wasn't uh in a he he wasn't that big of a help because again, next year when they got rid of him, they brought in Peyton Manning, they went on to win the damn Super Bowl and then Peyton Manning retired. Yeah. Like a true legend should. Yeah. Interesting. But the real, well, one of the main reasons why people were upset is because of Colin Kaepernick, right? Now remember, back in like 2015, Colin Kaepernick took the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl, Bashin. Did they win? No, that's not the point. But they put him to the, he got him to the Super Bowl, okay? And ever since Colin started kneeling and taking his political stance, that's when everything went downhill for Colin Kaepernick, okay? And even now, even back in 2020, when the NFL finally apologized to Colin Kaepernick for blackballing him and all that stuff, and they and they crapped on him like two years ago back in 2019 when he was doing tryouts and all that stuff, I think was a bit too too media-esque, but hey, whatever. He did his own tryouts. Fine. I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe now that they've realized they've they've made a huge mistake, which we already knew, right? We already knew. I figured, hey, maybe now they can rectify this. You know, Colin already sued the N the NFL and all that stuff. They made a settlement. Maybe now would be a time where, hey, one of these teams will pick up Colin Kaepernick. You know why no one's going to pick up Colin Kaepernick? It's because he's too controversial. Tim Tebow, there's no controversy when it comes to Tim Tebow. He's, yes, a, he's boring. He's a boring <laughs> Christian white male. Is he still a virgin? I don't no, know. No, that shouldn't married. even be a thing. But, you know, basically he... He, he's the face of America, all right? He, when you think of football, you think of white quarterbacks, all right? You don't think of, 
You don't think of Patrick Mahomes. You don't think of Colin Kaepernick. You think of Tom Brady, okay? You think of Tim Tebow still. After all these damn years, you still think of Tim Tebow, who was, he wasn't a bum, but he wasn't the best quarterback during that time anyway. All right, you had Cam Newton, you had your Tom Brady's. Hell, you still had Eli out here. It wasn't a huge, big deal. It's a minimum. It's a minimum, a minimum deal. 920K, a one-year deal. Right, and, and no team could do this for Colin Kaepernick? I mean, Colin Kaepernick is... That's true, that's true. You know what? Because you know what irks me, Bastion? There's a lot of crappy quarterbacks right now, Okay. As a Giants fan, all right, our quarterback isn't the best, okay? What's his name? I don't want to say his name. Okay, exactly. I remember <laughs> when the, you guys drafted him, and you're like, oh, this is garbage. He played two games. Oh, this is great. And then and he the lost the, oh, rest of, garbage. He lost the rest of the damn season, bruh. Yeah. But also, he's, he's a freaking, he's from Duke, okay? He's from Duke. And you don't draft quarterbacks from Duke. Didn't they draft him before someone else? No. Another player. No, there's another player um, that everybody thought um, the Gi- they should have gotten, mm. but instead they picked him up early, and oh, people were expecting him to yeah, come 10th or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember he, that. He came in too early. Damn, oh. Daniel Jones. Uh, and and you see, like, with, with Daniel Jones, right, he was like the quarterback in last season who had the most interceptions, the most fumbles, offensive line is horrible. And like you couldn't you couldn't just let Colin Kaepernick get get like a year in. He's always in New York anyways. Yeah. Just sign him. That would have been great for the Giants. You're right. They blackballed him. They blackballed him. Bro. There's no other explanation that no one wants to pick up Colin Kaepernick. No one. Not not one person. Brett Favre is a freaking dumbass Republican Trump supporter, but they freaking back Brett Favre all the time. Well, he's not playing anymore, but you know what I'm saying, all right? You're asking too much. <laughs> It just irks me. Got the connects. It just irks me, bro. That's all I'm saying. It just irks me. Yeah. I'm going song of the week, man. I don't want to talk about this anymore. All right, let's get let's get into the the last song. This no second to last song of the week. Second last song of the week. Again, we were talking about spiral spiral the book of saw and twenty one savage has the um the intro track to this um to this movie, and it's called uh yeah it's called spiral from the book of saw. From 21 Savage. It's a great track. Hope you enjoy it. And we will be back talking about music. Yeah, music. That's all we have time for anyways. All right, we'll be back. Everything I do, I be tensed us ahead. My youngin got them bodies, she still pissing the bed. Keep the code of silence, don't repeat what I said. Keep out of baloney, I just came for the bread. My hood known for wildin' and I don't promote the violence. I done been through all the trials and tribulations, now I'm smiling. Say you wanna smoke, we at the table doing the plot and we gon' slide with your up, make it home for you a siren. I'ma let them spin like a spiral. I don't got no love for no rival. Put him on the news, he went viral. I took a number two with my rifle. Every car I'm in, I got the title. Slaughter gang, I turn a model to a high 
Michael. I know they want me dead, I got a Keltec in this Viper. I hit all the vibes on the low, cause I'm a sniper. 21. Even want no problems and it's obvious. Call me soft, cause I laugh when I bite it. Oh we play hot potato with the ops, we be dropping. Giving out free smoke, cause we got a lot of it. Trying to feed the fam, I was trapping in the cold. Drop the mixtape, turn around, I was on the road. You can't give me no amount of money for my soul. He wasn't really no robber, he got killed cause he won his road. Matt 90 poking out my Goyard. Diamond back poking out my Louis V. Fucking your Glock, we shoot bitch off bitch. 76308 and 223. I'ma let him spin like a spiral. I don't got no love for no rival. Put him on the news, he went viral. He still I took a number two with my rifle. 21, 21. Every car I mean, I got the title. Straight Slaughter up. gang, I turn a model to a hiker. I know they want me dead, I got a Keltec in this Viper. I hit all the vibes on the low, cause I'm a sniper. I make sure the beef gets switched cheese. 21. I'm from 20 East, where they killing thieves. Stones got my ears feeling like Christmas Eve. Before you bend over, baby, get on your knees. Drive by, jump out, then you tie die. They can touch me, that's a lie, lie, big cow. She fried sh- the game, we call her five guys. five guys. I'm so high, I almost thought I skydived. I'ma let them spin like a spiral. Straight up. I don't got no love for no rival. Straight up. Put him on the news, he went viral. He I took a number two with my rifle. He Every car I mean, I got the title. Slaughter gang, I turn a model to a hiker. I know they want me dead, I got a Keltec in this Viper. I hit all the vibes on the low, cause I'm a sniper. And welcome back to Black Seinfeld. We are at the final stretch of the program. We hope you enjoy listening. That was 21 Savage with Spiral from the movie Spiral from the Book of Saw, which is available in movies now if you want to watch it. But I recommend that you don't because it wasn't that good. Very good song, actually. It it bumped at the end of the movie. Oh, it was credit. Yeah, it was an accredited Whack. track, but it was great, man. I stayed for the whole song. Yeah, it was, it was a really good song. I never heard it. I or I think I, no, no, never heard it. Never heard it. I I sort of thought that it was for, with um, his last project with Metro Boomin, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. So. All right, let's get into the music. Music. There's. A lot of good tracks that came out. A lot of good projects that came out. Um, a lot of not so good projects that came out as well. Bastion, do you want to kick it off? What have you been listening to, my G? So, pray for ha- Haiti. Pray yes. for Haiti by Mock Hami. Isn't he in and Griselda? Yes, Griselda. <laughs> this was a very interesting album. Um, I know of him because of Earl Sweatshirt. Okay, but I never like got like took my time to listen to all his music um so when i heard he came out with like the pray for haiti i was like oh okay i get it pray for paris pray for haiti within that context and that like i said this is like the first album i was listening i was like oh okay checked it out all the beats were great features was good and it felt real it felt like a real vibrant album in my mind it was like very very colorful he did a little bit Creole references here and there. Was he rapping in Creole? No, no. Um, Not like he didn't Kodak? Take it to, he didn't take it to that level. And it's crazy how Kodak's albums like I consider really good. 
Um, Told you. But this one, but this one, I I liked a lot. I like the style. I like his voice. Is a uh, the best way. It's like a ping pong voice. Like you feel like he's going. He's wavering when he's rapping his bars. So uh, yeah, I do recommend people to check it out. It's a very good album. Requires a lot of listen. But one thing I do want to bring up, which I did find very interesting, was he did a copyright strike on Genius, which is a which is a website for lyrics. So you can't find his lyrics online, and that's the first time I've heard of that. So yeah, that's why is he copywriting Genius? Because if you think about it, Genius is making money off of your content. Oh, I thought. They made money from, from like ads and stuff. Ads on your content, huh? You're looking for lyrics. Well, here it is. Huh. I, yeah, I actually didn't think of it like that. Me neither. Like but of all. course, it worked that way. Mm. Like I hope, like the physical album has the booklet of lyrics. Then, word. Dang, fun. that's crazy. Wait, yeah, so yeah. do the artists? No, artists don't even get paid from that either. Then right? they, the, um, or they get well, paid. I do cents? know Genius does pay like a type of license fee. Oh, but that doesn't to, even like, go to the artist. That industry. goes to the industry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. see how that goes. Artists don't get that. Much. I still think Genius is still an amazing idea. I but, do too. Uh, I just didn't I, think I of it, it like that because as a consumer, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. It's something that I don't think about. Yeah, it's something I didn't think about either. Um, I know, like Earl Sweatshirt and Vince Staples, like I know they like uh, um, Genius a while ago because mm. they kept messing up their lyrics, or people just misunderstood what they're trying to say. Because they have these white people trying to uh, try to break down these lyrics, and they should stop doing that. Genius is in Brooklyn. Hire more black people, Genius. This is a hip hop institution. No, it's open source. You know that, right? Like in order to get higher rating you have to source more material no, so it works like wikipedia so the more points you have uh the more sourced to the point where if you a new song comes out you'll be able to describe it and then they'll, they'll they'll listen to you because you have the points to prove it you can also apply to to like do that job though bastion yeah but like i said it, it followed the wikipedia concept mm. Yeah, I've done it before. I thought it was like, oh, this requires a lot of work and I don't want to do this. So I stopped immediately. <laughs> yeah, it requires a lot of work. Like you got to listen. Like Lupe Fiasco, just like go to any song. Um, got to eat from um, the cool. Listen to that song. How like complex that first verse is where you're just describing a cheeseburger but at the same time talking about a drug dealer. Like, that's complex as hell. Like, no way I'm going to take my time to describe that. To decipher that. Yeah. Like, no way. It was great. I'm not deciphering it. You should. You just get it. Some small fries. Like, come on. Hey, I respect it. But, yeah, other than that, uh, Makame, uh, definitely listen. Pray for Haiti. Pray for IET. But, yeah. Uh, What else have you been listening to? All right. I'm going to do this as respectful as possible all right because this is the final album of this man dmx exodus his final album right allegedly this album was already done weeks before x had already passed right 
However, comma, this album felt rushed. Swiss Beats helped produce this thing and put it together. I feel like in a DMX album, there wasn't enough DMX. That's why it felt rushed. It just felt like they just tacked on a verse of his at the end for a lot of these tracks. Mm -hmm. I am also over the Jay-Z and Nas on the same track already. Like, I'm over it. I'm done with it. I like that one. I'm done with it. I liked it. To me, I think a lot of the beats in this album were whack. You mean janky? Were whack. I think the album as a whole, like there were some there's some good tracks where he where he um talked about his eldest son. I thought that was cool. Um more of the bottom half of the album was alright, but for the most part, a lot of this album whack. The well, beats the song with Bono. Garbage. With Bono. Oh, yeah. from U2? Yeah, Skyscrapers. I I thought that was interesting. But it wasn't that. I thought it was an interesting song. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. You don't recall? Is uh, track number six? Skyscrapers. Little guitar. It's, it, it, it. No, whack. Beat was horrible. No, not that one. That was dumb. No, whack. Next, whack. Every No. No, I didn't know. No, no. Yeah. All right. So I just want to like piggyback on what you're saying. It did feel like a very incomplete project, but in but the way I look at it, I don't know if the album was finished or all these songs were finished. Allegedly, or Bastion. all these verses were finished. Allegedly, the when, album was finished. When I'm listening to it, it felt more like. They XXX uh, tentacioed him. No, no, no. That that was like music that they put together. But this felt more like um, Buster Rhymes album, Yikes. right? Okay. Yeah, it felt like different eras, different songs, and every song was made maybe eight years ago or like nine months ago from each other. Mm-hmm. So they're so stretched out to the point where there's like no continuity. So the energy was different. Also, I didn't like how they mixed um, X's vocals. I always thought that it sounded like it was part of the bass. Thank you. Thank it you. Very, it was very hard to understand what he was saying. Thank you. Look for lyrics. And I was like, no, like I, I've heard, I listened to X albums. He's, he has yes. a very confronting voice. It's very easy to kind of separate. It's very distinct. It's very apparent. Very distinct. A yeah. lot of his his voice just sounded like it was just muffled it within the beat. Yeah, like it was really in between. Uh, I don't really understand like audio engineering theory, but the best way to understand like how to layer a song is uh, a, a box, a right. 3D room. When you put an artist in the front and you put the certain in- instrument on like the left corner of the room or in the left middle of the room, so it seems like it's layered. And I felt like they just left it in the middle. There's no way like any engineer will listen to this. It's like, have you listened to any X's music? Like you're gonna allow this to sound like this? Mm. It is nah. I I thought that was disrespectful because it started off from the out from the song that you sent me. Yeah. 
with uh, Griselda. With Griselda, and it's like, all right, this is a great beat. Okay, where's X? At the okay. very end. Four minutes later, he gets the reverse, and it's like, this sounds very rough. And third, it was only what thirty seconds of his of his verse two. He was yeah. at the dead end. It, so it, it honestly just felt like a Griselda record with DMX patched in at the end. And that's what I felt like a lot of these records were. Like DMX was just patched in at the end. And that's why I didn't like it. And then on top of that, Swiss Beats produced this thing. And Swiss Beats, you have great beats, man. A lot of these beats I was not feeling. No, this is how Swiss Beats makes beats. Like most of them are like cartoony. I wasn't like feeling the cartoon. Super, super cartoony. Terrible, terrible uh, hooks. And I'm like, come on, man. You my dog. Uh, 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 like, oh, man. This sucks. A lot of it felt lazy, too. For example, right? Dogs Out, Lil Wayne featuring Sw- and Swiss Beats, right? To I me, my Wayne's verse. No, it wasn't Wayne's verse. It was the beat. You know why? Because yeah, it, re- it reminded me of the freaking last song they did together. What the? Though, Out of Love Go. Five, four, three, two. I like one go. Ah, but it sounded similar. Oh. It sounded too similar. I didn't think about that. I, didn't think I was about like, that. dude, you did this legit three years ago in 2018. That's what I mean. It's like these songs, they're so far from each other where it feels. I don't know. It, I don't know. That's why I compared it to Busta Rhymes' album. Another album that we thought was not good. I don't yeah. think it had like one good song on it. Whoa, but it whoa, sounds... whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, I don't recall. Did. I liked Look Over Your Shoulder with Kendrick. You didn't. Oh, that song was awful. It was not awful, Bastion. It was just also, a very that was old like, song that was eight was... years old. That, exactly. That it was, was leaked already. Kendrick. That was, was leaked much... already. You know. Yeah, so bad when you sent it to me. I was pissed. Like, like Joe sending me garbage music since when? It was not garbage. It was just an old song that people garbage. apparently Older people heard already. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably heard, but I just like completely forgot. <laughs> At that time, I was listening to like every K Dot song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I understand what you how you feel about the DMX album. It, <laughs> I don't. I didn't look into other people's perspective. Like it came oh, and no one and Twitter, I didn't look into it. Don't because Twitter wrote that Twitter was on fire. They were roasting Swiss it. Beats ass up on Twitter. I would too. I would too. There's a whole song with Alicia Keys on it. I felt like this is like, yeah. Perfect. Well, you know, I thought that song Swiss wasn't Beats that bad it. actually. I didn't hate it. Um. Also, yeah, the song where he was talking about his his uh son. It was letter to my son. Call your father. That was featuring. Usher and Brian King Joseph. I thought that was cool. Walking in the Rain was all right. That was with Nas and his son Exodus. Um, DMX's youngest son, Exodus. Thought that was cool. Yeah, one, two, three, four. The last four tracks and two of them were skits were the best, in my opinion. Oh, and Snoop Dogg killed it on um, Take Control. Snoop Dogg killed it. It was like the love song, whatever. Snoop Dogg was great. Other than that, I didn't like the album. You think they Michael Jackson did? Wow. Like Escape Michael Jackson? Is that the album? The yellow cover? Yeah, that was Escape because that's when they redid all the tracks and stuff. They they redid all of the um the beats and stuff and then With they Timberland. had Timberland. Yeah, Timberland and, and then they had Justin Timberlake feature with Love Never Felt So Good. You remember that? 
I, I only remember how the demos sounded amazing. Yes, yes. We had this conversation where the original album with all the demos and stuff was great, but then the remix, it no. Yeah, it's like, wow, you're telling me his demos are better than a lot of people's like regular stuff? Because I... I heard the like the Swiss beats like wow this sounds choppy. And I heard the demos like oh no this is fire. What you got fire demos like this? Damn. I saw I saw I feel about Kanye like there's I I made a joke about this earlier this year. It's like yeah I still listen to Kanye, but on YouTube there's like leaked uh, songs from like multiple albums that never came out. Right. And they're all really good. And mm-hmm. what's even worse is people make different versions of them. And they're all still really good. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's songs that will never see the light of day in a like an official album. Yeah. But they're but still... they're still fire. Case yeah. in point, can't wait to see a new body. That track yeah. is fire. Ty Dolla Sign and Nicki Minaj. And this one hurricane. And it was just like the verse and the mm-hmm. beat came in. I was like, yep. damn, this is fire. But that's just, just giving you examples. Like just people do examples. have demos yes. that are really good. And no, Lupe has a lot of leaked demos that are just really good and like perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if X has any demos, or maybe he just wasn't working on like music like he was before because mm-hmm. he was going through a lot, or just didn't have the passion for it. Because it's not like he was trying to come out with a new album. That's true. No, he was working on new music. Like I remember listening to his last uh, Drink Champs episode, right? And he said, yeah, you know, I got I got Pop Smoke on a track and all that stuff. It wasn't on the album. Wasn't on the album at all. Yeah. He probably, to be honest, the way I look at this album, it's like these are tracks that they have. Other people have those other tracks. Mm. You know, for him to say that he has a track with Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke people could have more ownership on that song. Got it. So, yeah. But, got it. Okay. Good what point. What do we do? All right. Um, yeah, final verdict, not good. Not good for me. Sorry. I didn't like not it. Not good, but you. Sh- I think people should listen to it. Yeah, listen uh, to it. it. It's not like avoid at all costs. It's like, no, listen to it, you know? It's just not for me, personally. It's, yeah, it's not for anybody. <laughs> and then the final tr- final um thing that I've been listening to, Bastion, of course, you already know, I'm a big fan of YG. I'm a big fan of the West Coast. And he has an album out with Mozzie, M-O-Z-Z-Y, not, not the Mozzie we know. Um, Mozzie, he's from Sacramento, California, Oak Cliff Park. Shout out to y'all. And it's called Community Service, right? Community with the K, because you already know, Bastion, you know, you know who they yeah. with. You know yeah. who they bees. And yeah. if you like if you like the sound of, of that West Coast, if you like the sound of YG, if you like the s- sound of Mozzie, I mean, they, they did. He did it again, man. YG is great. Mozzie was great. They feed off of each other well. The beats are insane. It makes you want to, you know, hop in, hop in a Lolo, ride around, zipping through the blocks, you know, do a little bit of little bit of. Hand hand signalings, you know. Do rag activities. Do rag activities, you know. Criminal <laughs> activities. It makes you want to do all of that stuff, and I am here for it. Um, sometimes you just need that music to just give you that energy, and that's what this album does. They have a lot of samples here from the early two thousands, like uh, like Gangsta. He he sampled Wangsta from Fifty Cent, and the flip was actually really good. Also, you know, they they have their 
straight up LA tracks where you know they just they just talk their ish. They talk about they bang and they talk about their situations and you know what they do and you know you know the typical YG and Mozzie stuff. I love it. I can't get enough of it. It it unleashes another side of of your inner being and I think you should take a listen to it when you're at the gym, when you're driving around in the whip. When if it's late at night like this, you're trying to do some activities. I'm not going to say what, but you know, tune into this sort of music. If you want to get into that sort of Zen and mood, I will check out. And check that some out. New running music. Hell yeah. Is there anything else? Any other music you, you want to talk about? No, that that's it for now. There's other songs. There's other albums I was listening to, but I need more time before br- bringing it to the show. Okay. Uh, because Pray for Haiti came out last week. And I I wanted to talk about it last week. Yeah. But yeah, you didn't listen to it enough. I didn't listen to it enough. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this last episode of Black Seinfeld. This isn't the last episode or anything. I'm just saying we hope you enjoyed this one. We'll be back again next week. And yeah. Anything else you want to say, Bastion? No, that's up to the people. All right. Yo, the last track that we're going to go out to is T-Pain and Kehlani. I like that. And Bastion, I think you're going to enjoy this. Listen out for the sample. Listen out for the flip. Peace out, everyone. Take care. Boop, boop. Uh, DJ Mantic. See how it's round with the top down, even when it's cold outside. Ooh, she got the keys to the boutique, she don't do nine to five. Hundred thousand viewers on her IG live. Huh, she do it, make a toast to it. You ain't never heard of that, and then Birkin back, stupid. You ain't never heard of brag or say that she going through it. I just wanna tap it, tap it, boop, boop it one time. Girl, they got you cause I want you 
No, I don't need ya. Boop, boop. She don't want the drink, she want the rent paid. She don't pay for nothing, she just get paid. Oh. 